This is the Mexico Revealed Podcast. Welcome to the Mexico Revealed Podcast. That's right. We're now to episode four, right? Coming along. Moving along. It's been a little while since our last episode, so we apologize to our loyal listeners who may have been waiting anxiously for our next episode to come out. So now we are episode four. We've had some fun things happen since our last episode, although still dealing with all the COVID stuff and everything that makes traveling more complicated. And we'll talk about that a little bit. But the big news is that we, since our last episode, we were able to do a family trip to Mexico City, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. So. was fun. That's the last time we were all together, too. So. Yeah. Oh, that's not so fun. It's hard to get five people (laughs) on a Zoom call. That's why it's taken so long. Everybody has stuff going. That's right. Mm -hmm. Caroline doesn't seem as excited about the family getting together. No, I just mean that pointing out that we haven't been together in person since then is just a little bit sad. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a little bit of time. That's right. So, and again, we lived in Mexico City. So while probably a lot more tourists go to the beaches in Mexico, Mexico City is a great place to go as a tourist as well. It has a lot to offer. And, uh, and this was in, this was in July, I guess. And so there's still COVID stuff going on. uh, But we, we rented a an apartment in the area of Polanco, right near the Antara Mall, and it was a nice new apartment. I think that turned out pretty well. Do, do you all of you agree? Do you like where we stayed there? That was awesome. It was a little hard, like getting in and out at first, though, with the yeah. guards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we, we had the grocery store. We had that grocery store in the bottom with the mall right underneath the apartment building. So we didn't have to drive to go to the grocery store. Yeah. And the views were amazing. Yeah, great view. See for miles. Yeah, I mean, the logistics of checking in and checking out were kind of challenging. But once we got that all settled, it was very convenient, I think. Once the guards knew who we were. Mm -hmm. I'm disappointed there wasn't a little Caesar in, in, in in the mall. Because we, we saw that yeah, guy yeah. walking with the Little Caesars. I was like, oh. We're like, where's the Little Caesars? This is in the mall, and then it wasn't there. <laughs> no, it wasn't there. But did we end up eating Little Caesars on that trip? No. Nope. Yeah, we did. No. Yes, we did. we did. Yeah, we bought it, and we ate it at my office, right? Yes. We, we bought oh, it in yeah. The, at, in the, yeah, and the... Uh, that was fun. I need a stem or, you know, what do you call that area? <laughs> Meeting. Uh, Lean the, yeah. What was, uh, what was the name of that uh, uh, complex that we stayed in? Do you remember? What was that called? Miana. Miana? Was that it? I think that Maybe. I don't know. Across from Plaza, made up. Plaza Carso. <laughs> well, it was right by Plaza Carso, and it was right I'm by... I'm pretty sure I'm right. And it was right He's by Antara. I mean, it's right across the street from Antara. <laughs> maybe. So that was. Uh, yeah, maybe Miana. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think that. Yeah. Am I right? I don't know. I'm looking on my map here to 
disconfirm. Mazarik or us. Okay, here we are. Target acquired. What? <laughs> <laughs> Send in the airstrike. Miana, you're right, Melissa. With the white. Oh, Boom. I was right. Miana, Intel correct. I don't know. Just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't ever remember pointing it out or thinking about it, but yeah. it's still there. Yeah, and that was uh, that was very convenient. We could walk to some of the nice restaurants in Polanco. Then we're just across the street from Antara. We we're just a short walk to Plaza Carso. Uh, Plaza Carso is a museum, and Antara is a mall. For those of you that don't know what we're talking about, well, Plaza Carso is also a mall, but next to it is the museum that you really like. Sumaya. Right. Yeah. Sumaya. Uh huh. That was neat. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. So we got that on Airbnb. It was very uh, affordable. So that was one nice thing. There's a lot of stuff on Airbnb and it's at very reasonable prices. So that's a big plus when you're thinking about going down there. So uh, definitely take your masks because even in the complex, even if you're outside, you're expected to wear a mask. And most people on the streets, even walking around outside, had masks on. Mm -hmm. So lots of masking still. Yeah. So, yeah, still lots of masking. But no requirements for getting into Mexico. You don't have to be vaccinated and you don't have to have a test or anything like that. Although you still have to have a test coming back. It sounds like those rules are changing here shortly, but I don't know yet exactly. So probably don't need to talk about that. But, but uh, uh, yeah, you can still go down there pretty easily. So what are some of the things? So we had a nice place to stay, very affordable. It was good. You know, I had three-bedroom apartment. Kitchen. Kitchen, washer, dryer, all that sort of stuff. So, so that was great. Uh, so what were some of the things that you enjoyed doing on our trip? Well, Anything? we mentioned it earlier, but the Museo Sumaya in the Plaza Carso, that's my favorite museum. Like Tell, us about ever. It. Tell us about it, Melissa. Well, it's owned by Carlos Slim, who's I think the richest man in Mexico. Maybe still, maybe yeah. it's changed. But, um, and it's this really cool architectural I, building. I, I think Sumaya is the name of his wife. I think he's named oh. after his wife, oh, I believe. That's, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, it's architecturally really cool building. We'll insert a picture and, uh, for our YouTube um, listeners slash watchers. Or on our website, MexicoRevealed.com. Or on our website, yeah. For the bonus content. <laughs> Yes, the bonus content. But um, yeah, so this museum, so this museum is like a museum filled with all of his personal art collection, all the art that he owns. They put it in this museum and it, they like rotate through a bunch of stuff all the time too. So mm -hmm. it's really cool that this guy owns this museum and lets people go in for free to go look at the art. 
Yeah, there's no admission charge. It's totally free. Mm-hmm. It was open uh, in July. And it has a lot of variety of stuff. Yeah, coins, I mean, sculptures, mm-hmm. furniture. Mm-hmm. Different and cultures. It's a, it's a circular thing, kind of like the Guggenheim in New York, I think, right? Remember Marianne? Guggenheim kind of have that same sort of walkway thing but uh, you can walk up the ramps down Mm. the ramps yeah how many levels are there four like six six Six. something like that yeah it's a lot of levels Mm -hmm. and they have he has a lot of kind of mexican art colonial and each level has like a theme yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then he has stuff that's like uh French Impressionist, and then he has uh, interesting furnishings and things. And then at the top is the big thing of sculptures with a lot of Rodin sculptures. Yeah, a lot of Rodin. Mm -hmm. Top floor is the best floor. Yeah, it's my favorite floor. My favorite sculpture on that floor is the one where the sculpture is made to look like the, the person has like a transparent veil over their mm-hmm. face that you can kind of see through remember that one yeah just amazing. We'll insert that in yeah. bonus content too it's amazing how the sculptor can create that that impression in the stone mm-hmm. my favorite because obviously on... it's not oh. transparent okay. but it <laughs> appears that way sam your favorite my favorite was the one that Caroline was explaining to me, the one about Hermes, was it? No, was it? um Cupid and Psych. Cupid. Yeah. What how does it go again? The it's story? just a, a little mini sculpture of the Greek Roman myth about Cupid and Psyche. It's kind of a longer story, so I'm not gonna tell it. It's romantic. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. You can look it up. <laughs> I know. Stan and I walked up to that top floor because you guys are all faster than us. And we look around and we see you and you're posing like the sculptures <laughs> and then taking pictures. <laughs> it's a perfect opportunity. That is the- <laughs> 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 It's because we live in an Instagram world now, don't we? I guess so. Well, we don't put them on Instagram. It's for our own entertainment. Okay. But there was that one where you're all kind of in a row and you're in like in these weird shapes. Yeah, that was a good one too. (laughs) Yeah, but that was fun. That was fun. All right. So that's, yeah, that's highly recommended, that museum. We went to some other museums. We went to the Anthropology Museum, which is the most famous museum, I think, which is all of the stuff related to the pre-Columbian cultures and societies in Mexico, such as the Aztecs and the Maya and the Olmecs <coughs> and the Zapotecs and the you name it. And that's pretty Mac. cool. Mm-hmm. And then the Castillo de Chapultepec. Right, we went to the castle in Chapultepec. Which yes, was, uh, beautiful. And that one, just the building itself is amazing. Yes, and the furnishings. The, mm-hmm. It's like that. a totally European castle up on the hill <clears throat> overlooking Reforma and down the avenue. And 
and it's a building that has been different things at different times. You know, it was a, uh, a military academy at one point, and it was the residence of the president of, the, of Mexico and the, the emperor of Mexico for a period of time. I mean, probably a lot of Americans don't know that in the 1800s, Mexico actually had an emperor that was part of the Habsburgs, right? From the yeah, Austro-Hungarian. Uh-huh. The second son, who wasn't going to be anything big in Europe, so he came to Mexico and they made him the emperor. Yeah, I think he was installed by the French, made him the emperor, and he, it's kind of funny because he was the emperor, so a lot of people didn't like that, but then he tried to be kind of nice and get along and all that sort of stuff, and that in some ways kind of led to his downfall because on the one hand, people didn't like him, the people that were opposed to a monarchy didn't like it, but even though he made it in, in, the, in making attempts to try and get them to like him, I think probably just weakened him and then he was executed and removed. So, so yeah, he kind of, he met a very uh, gruesome fate, I guess. Yes. But that was his residence. And then it was also the residence of Porfirio Diaz, who was the president of Mexico after that, when it had been restored back to a you know, a republic. I, I don't know if you can say necessarily democratic government, but uh, not, not a monarchy. Although I think Porfirio Diaz, Diaz kind of viewed himself as a king in some respects. But, yeah, because uh, didn't he have a palace down by the Bellas Artes in the Zocalo? Yeah, he was. Yeah, I think. And I can't yeah. remember why he built that. But yeah, that was something else he built. He, he built a lot of stuff. In some ways, a lot of the beautiful things in Mexico come from that era. But he was, you know, supposedly he was elected, but he kept getting reelected and reelected. So that was a big controversy in Mexico. And today, still, the president of Mexico is not allowed to run for reelection. You can only serve one term as president of Mexico. And that goes back to the legacy of Porfirio Diaz and the revolution. But it's a longer term. It's six years. It's six years, but you cannot run for reelection. So. So anyway, that was fun. There was some museums. We tried to go to the Frida Kahlo house, but it was kind of crowded and busy. So we didn't end up going in there. It's a big line. Another fun thing we did was the pyramids. Well, we couldn't walk up the pyramids. Yeah. What? Josh. That was, it was great. We can walk on the path, but we can't go up the pyramids. What's the difference? We couldn't go up the pyramids. It was sad. That was was very sad, disappointing. But it did make for a very cool picture. That's true. It It wasn't very crowded, and there was no one on the pyramid, so you could get a picture with like the pyramid in the background with no one on it. Usually there's masses of people going up and down and on top, and that's probably why they are not letting people go up because they didn't want the masses of people commingling. But uh, but because they had that limit off limits, you could we took these really cool pictures of the pyramid in the background with nobody on the on the pyramid. So bonus content. That just that just <laughs> is pretty rare uh, experience. So and Sam did the sprints in between I pyramids. did do the sprints. Yeah, we timed in down the the avenue of the the avenue of the dead, which is the which is the main. It's like a big pathway, or you know, I don't know if you call it a road, but just like a 
way and then down have, from like, the two big main bumps. pyramids, Pyramid of the Sun, Pyramid of the Moon. And then it, it's like a big thing that goes down to where the temple cuts all the quads. But... So how fast were you, Sam? I don't know. I forgot, but I was booking it. It was definitely. I could I could feel the wind on my face when I was running. <laughs> I, yeah. Nice. <laughs> that's that's poetic. <laughs> so that was so, but Teotihuacan is definitely a must visit if you've never been there. Going to Mexico City, you've got to go to Teotihuacan and visit. Those pyramids date to the time of Christ. I mean, they're old. So Caroline, years. how about you? Caroline, mm. where did you like to go in Mexico? Um, my memory is kind of foggy right now. Play. <laughs> where else play did we? Again? The, 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 the play with the, with the dying deer. Oh, the Ballet Folklorico. Yeah, Ballet Folklorico. That's a good point. The dying deer. I told you about that. That's in like episode one or something like that, isn't it? The the dance of the dying deer. Yeah, go back and listen to episode one before the that gets shot with the arrows and then he's like twitching. Trying to do a reenactment. But now you know what I'm talking about. Watch watch us on YouTube for Sam's reenactment. you gotta turn the lights on more. Sam, I think Sam's going to be auditioning for that role here pretty soon. Sam has a lot of energy tonight. Okay. How was that? But that was, was a lot of fun. That was great. That, that's a great show. I mean, they did, they were kind of, they were wearing masks and face shields and stuff. So took away from a little bit. And it seemed like the show was a little bit shorter. But the dances and the costumes... Are, and the music are all amazing, I think. And the, yeah, you have to do the social distancing because yeah. we basically had the whole back row, well, the back row of the orchestra section, which is what, like 25 seats, but for the six of us in two, yeah. two, and two with lots of space in between. Yeah, so I guess it's nice from that standpoint that you're basically not crowded at all. Have plenty of room. If it might make it harder to get tickets, it's, you know, because there's only so many tickets available. But uh, but that was a lot of fun. My favorite part of that was the harp playing with that music, and those guys had the harps. Do you remember that music with the harps yeah. and that kind of like the harp solos and stuff? Amazing. That's just amazing music and talent. So I really like that. That was yes. fun. And we went down to the Sokolo. Oh, yeah. I got my blessing. Oh, yeah. Sam, tell us about that. Uh, They use, like, herbs and stuff and would, like, shake it around me and, and, like, sprinkle some stuff on me. I don't know. Lots of smoke, right? Yeah, smoke and scents and and leaves, all sorts of things. I'd, uh, I'd, like, spread my body out and, like, let them. It was like an Aztec medicine man or something. Yeah, yeah. Healer. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's right. Sam was healed. Uh Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, 
went into church. Uh, and then we ate really the, good food. The Templo Mayor is still closed. The museum, which is the Aztec uh, main pyramids. So anyway, that was a lot of fun. So I think we had a good trip, no? Yeah, that's a little preview of it. And next episode, we'll have a more in-depth. Yeah, we can talk more about the food. The good food. Yeah, that was our last episode. Food. Well, like the more good food. Yes. We did I got, have. I got. I got another top steak on my list. I'll tell you about that. <laughs> oh, we'll have to hear Sam's full steak list next episode. Oh boy. So that was a lot of fun and it wasn't that hard to do. And so we were thinking maybe we could con- compare and contrast that to a recent trip that Caroline took to Canada for her school. That was just recent, also dealing with COVID things. And so, you know, Mexico's our neighbor to the South and a very popular destination for traveling and Canada is our neighbor to the North, also popular for traveling uh, different type of travel and tourism, but you know, convenient. Usually, not as convenient today. But uh, yeah. tell tell us about that, Caroline. Yeah. So, traveling to Canada was definitely very different from Mexico. Um, in order to get there, you have to be fully vaccinated. Um, And then you also have to have a negative COVID test beforehand. So 72 hours before you arrive. The same three-day thing. Yeah, but just to get there. Mm -hmm. Um, And I went with a school group. I was one of the like student leaders in the group. So we took a bunch of students up to Canada. And we encountered a couple problems. When we got to like the border customs there. So you have to fill out um, this form and it like That was in Vancouver? Yeah, in Vancouver. It asks you if you're like experiencing any of these symptoms, like coughing, congestion, any of this, and basically kind of asking if you have COVID symptoms. And one student in the group was very honest, bless their soul, so kind and honest. As, like, as, as we like to say in Texas, <laughs> bless his heart. Yeah. So one student um, said that they had some congestion on the form. And so then when they got to the front of the line, um, security pretty much took the kid. And and they, but he like, tested negative. Out. Well, yeah, he, to get there, you yeah. have to have a negative So test. he was already negative, but he... he... But he well, answered that he was... He a- answered congestion. that he had congestion on this form. Yeah, Yeah. so he said he had congestion. Um, and so security pretty much took him. And the directors on the trip had to talk to security, figure out what was going on because they weren't saying they were like we can't tell you what we're doing it was kind of scary um and then the kid just they, had to did they put him in handcuffs no okay no no but the kid <laughs> had to get tested there at the airport and then had to um be quarantined 
until the test results came back. And so while the rest of the students were doing activities, this kid had to stay in their hotel room the whole time. So because we were only there for he, a short period. He was allowed to go to the hotel, though. He didn't have to. Yes, like, but he had to be room. driven in a separate vehicle. <laughs> okay. A separate so, private vehicle. So when we're he right, left yeah. to came, come home, was he able to come home with the group or is he still in Yeah, Canada? so they got the results back and it was negative, of course. Um, so he was able to come back with us. How long did it take for the results to come? Like a day or two, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he calls but his then, family. Hey, I'm in Canada in quarantine. Oh. Well, at least he could go to the hotel and he wasn't like in the airport or something like that. I True. Yeah. Yeah. So who arranged for the 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 car you had to get a separate Just car the directors go. okay did well that's good they're able to figure that out but man i was thinking that instead of canada next year they should go to mexico that was that was my own suggestion yeah mexico is oh, just experience. as well well i'm glad it turned out okay for him but yeah that would be a little scary to get like uh detained in the airport so and then coming back we also all had to get tested again for covid within the like three-day period like mexico yeah and yeah. that's and that's the you that's the rules from the u.s so anytime you're yeah. coming back to the u.s you have to get the yeah. test and then so. people in canada like outside are they wearing masks like in mexico um not At least as many outside, okay. but all indoor areas it was required. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well. Well, I think Mexico City is more, more of that sort of mask right. wearing and stuff than like Playa del Carmen or Cancun. right. So. Right. Some of those They're used to it in Mexico places. City. Mm -hmm. They've yeah. been doing that for years. It's probably just a Mexico City pollution. <laughs> yeah, I remember we were in second grade and there was like some horrible air quality and kids were wearing their little masks to school. Yeah, at the mm -hmm. school. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And maybe they just do extra precautions since it's, it's so dense with so many people. Because remember like when we went into these museums or even the Ballet Porclorico, not only do they check your temperature, but then they like spray you down with yeah. Yeah, water, was alcohol, and sanitizer like stuff. And you turn mm -hmm. around, and then it gets all over you and gets you wet. Yeah, it wasn't that great. That Remember when, when we were going <laughs> to the play? We we counted how many times they would do the spray thing. When we just they sprayed me more than other people. Yeah, I got sprayed twice. I got sprayed like four times. They knew you wanted it, Melissa. They were like, you love it. This girl needs it. She needs some disinfection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you have to step in the little little tray of water. And then yeah, you step like out of the even in it. It's just like water. puddle of dirt water. Yeah, it's like a little it's like no. Yeah, little little thing you step in. Yeah. 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 So still, yeah. Still some of that stuff going on and but you know you can deal with it and yeah still definitely. you still 
still end up being a lot of fun experiences, whether it's the Ballet Folklorico or the museums. So, so yeah, that was a lot of fun. So we'll have to get down there again sometime, huh? Another trip maybe to the beach or something? I think it's time for a resort on the beach. All inclusive. Boy. Boy. Hey, Sam's favorite. Sam's pick. That is true. That is my favorite. <laughs> Soft serve ice cream. Go to Mayakoba. Okay. Yeah. That's, Ruse. That's for the parent. Out. That's the parent trip. Yes. I'm an adult. Can <laughs> you try it as an adult? <laughs> very true sounds good all right well that was fun we had a lot of good times down there and uh you know really enjoyed it so i think that's enough for today thanks for joining us on the podcast uh visit our website mexicorevealed.com leave some comments Buy us a taco. You know. Buy us a taco. <laughs> Join our email list. No, we're missing, those, we're missing those tacos down in Mexico City. Those were good. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Those tacos. Yeah. Yes. As we discussed in our past episode, El Califa, we definitely made it to El Califa. Tacos al pastor. Mm-hmm. Chef's kiss. <laughs> yes. The tacos are good. So, yeah, that's making me hungry now thinking about that. When's our next trip? Mañana. All right. It's school tomorrow. <laughs> that's right. You have school tomorrow. I'm going to have to go down there at some point, so I have to get some tacos. All right. So on that note, thanks, everyone. Thank thanks you. for joining us. Join, visit the website. Leave us comments, share it with your friends, and we look forward to catching you next time. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.